Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The Young Trustees is the subject of our Philanthropy Today discussion and uh, President and CEO of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Vern Hendricks is here in the studio, and Vern, you brought a couple of friends along. I did. Uh, ML and Sarah are co-chairs of the Young Trustee Program this year, and uh, excited to have them here with us, and just excited about the Young Trustee Program in general. Let's do proper introductions with first names. Sarah Siders, welcome to That's Philanthropy right. Today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tell me about your involvement in Young Trustees. How'd you get started? Uh, you know, actually, I wanted to get involved with uh, the philanthropic community and uh, specifically was looking for opportunities in the fall of 2018, looked up the Community Foundation, found the Young Trustees. And of course, you know, all roads lead to Vern. Uh, so there I was. I was like, that well, I got like a bad country song. I gotta, <laughs> it might also be a bad country. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, January of 2019, we were sitting in Rodina's talking about what it was like. And, and I was learning about philanthropy, but he was, you know, we were talking about investing and there was just a lot of things that we covered in that conversation. And, and I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. I want to be a part of um, connecting with other young professionals who are committed to making this community better through philanthropy and giving and service. So that was, you know, it, I was hooked. Sarah, what brought you to Manhattan and what's your background? Well, like many people, I came here for K-State University. I, I was a transfer student and uh, had been, you know, voraciously changing my major because I was looking for the uh, the path of least resistance, if I'm honest. Uh, so I ended up finding a sweet spot for myself in social work and transferred to, uh, to K-State. And it was quite a while ago, if I'm being honest, 2002, um, graduated in 2005. And actually left for a year and didn't think I was going to come back after I graduated, but um, came back to help with the church plant and have been here uh, working with social work and then starting my own therapy practice, which led me into entrepreneurship, led me into some brief civic service and then starting a nonprofit here myself. And eventually all roads led to Vern. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that was my experience. I mean, if you're, you're wanting to get into the philanthropy space here, um, you know, he's, he's well connected. And, um, you know, the, the Community Foundation is just doing so many things. And I got to give him props for having this idea because he's, you know, I, we've had this conversation, all these trustees here in the community, how do, how do people who are in their mid-20s, their, you know, early 30s, they're starting off their life, they have, you know, maybe less maybe they don't have as much income for philanthropy. They, maybe they have $100 a year they're going to give. That was kind of Vern's target. And I love that because it's so much more inclusive and it helps people create that mindset and that pathway for how can I give back early on, not when I'm you know, 50 and I have several trust funds set up. It's way before and I love that. So would you believe me if I told you that when I first met her, she was shy and introverted and didn't say much or, uh, no, that's wrong. You're not going to say that, are you? <laughs> Anytime Vern starts a sentence with, if you believe me, I, uh, my ears instantly perk up and like going, there's like little windshield wipers, you know, trying to wipe it away. Yeah. You're a, your co-chair of the Young Trustees is ML Latimer. I, l let me guess, K-State? 
Is that how you got started in Manhattan? Yes, yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad was a football coach, you know, for 40, 45 years uh, here in the U.S. and has coached at UTEP, Missouri, and then we got led back to Manhattan, Kansas here in 94. So we've kind of been here ever since and enjoyed our time here. Yeah. And your mom has been involved in the community. You pretty much grew up around here, at least, uh, you know, in your adolescent years. Correct. So I was born here, left for a brief stint, about five, six years, and came back. And my mom, like as you said, worked here in Manhattan as well. I uh, worked at the bank that I currently work at as well. So we had some time together before she retired. And yeah, so I've been in K-State for a long, long time. What all do you do in Manhattan? So as well as being a co-chair with Sarah here with the Young Trustees, I'm a commercial lender at K-State Bank. Been there for about six years and uh, enjoy every minute of it. Mm-hmm. But what got you involved in in the in the foundation and, and more specifically the Young Trustees organization? Right. So Sarah and I entered at the same time in 2018. And, you know, with my history of being in Manhattan for so many years and uh, Manhattan giving so much to my family, I wanted a chance to kind of give back to Manhattan myself. Uh, being introduced to the Young Trustees group was a great beginning to philanthropy. And that's kind of what... Um, gravitated me toward the group. It's a great introduction for young professionals to um, get used to giving back to the community. And after the first couple of years of kind of getting our feet and kind of getting a better understanding of what it's all about, there was an opportunity to be a co-chair with Sarah. And I didn't second guess myself on taking up on the opportunity, taking Bert up on, on the opportunity to, uh, to do that. And I've enjoyed every minute of it. I bet growing up here gave you a lot of different insight that, that some people, like Sarah, no offense, you know, Moving in and over the last few years that, that you probably have a lot of different perspectives on some of the needs and some of the concerns that, that there are here for people in town. Yes, I, I can agree with that. But, you know, also me joining this group, it also opened up some more avenues to what the community needs and, and some of the things that uh, uh, that we could help out in certain areas. So I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that I saw it all when I was growing up here because there, there were certain parts of the community that I didn't get a chance to um put my fingers on per se, but I think being able to be a part of this group has definitely opened up my eyes to things I didn't see um, when I was here uh, previously. Sarah, what are some of the uh, the things that you'd like to see the young trustees build upon? Yeah, I, I think that the approach to, I guess, maybe the roots of the foundation of the young trustees is to expose young professionals, you know, kind of under 40 folks to opportunities for philanthropy, but also for service and advocacy. And so um, that's, I kind of, you know, say, give, serve, or advocate as kind of the three words that I say that, hey, maybe you don't have a lot of time, but you have some money, or maybe you don't have money or time, but you can always use your social media platform, or you can use your voice, or you can um, promote a nonprofit that you care about. And really, um, you know, I, I think the foundation, Vern's had to redirect me a few times because... Uh, I'm used to that. And uh, to be fair, I often need to be redirected because I'm always like, hey, this is a thing. This is a thing we could do um, in, in a situation that I'm in. And I always get really excited about my ideas. But I, I've been brought back to, you know, the vision and mission is really just to give young professionals the opportunity to see the variety of... Uh, of nonprofits and community work that's happening here, whether it's a really established organization or some of the newer ones, um, 
you know, something like Laundry Love is a newer organization here, but then you have really established organizations that, you know, come to mind immediately like Boys and Girls Club, right? Um, and so how do people find that, you know, that space where they can really run and say, hey, this this is my organization, this is my cause, and I'm going to really get in there. So I, I think I want to stick with those you know, with those roots. Um, I, I think that we have some really neat recurring events serving with Letters to Santa in December and the Chili Cook-Off in the fall. And we keep building on that. And, you know, we've been really consistent over the years since we've been doing that and people have come to expect it. I think that's a great community service. And so I want to see us continue doing that. We're looking at some additional um, events that we could do this year to help promote maybe specific nonprofits or, um you know, provide some additional opportunities for our fund to grow and ha- give us some more giving options. So I won't say much more about that, but uh, I'd like to see us maybe be a little bit more active in our off season. The fall, winter is really where we our team is coming together. So what can we be doing to engage young professionals um, through philanthropy? We did the nonprofit happy hour in the spring last year. I will give us credit for that. We partnered with the Hype Young Professionals Group of the Chamber and did that, um, introducing them to you know, nonprofits in, in uh, the space of youth and housing in uh, April and June. We did that at Colbert Hills. It was really fun. I know you guys came out for and tied one in of those with Cold events. Green Match Day. It, it did. Was perfect timing. It did. Yeah, and I we we didn't mean to do that, but we're just geniuses by accident. Um, Vern and I crashed the party, and all the people did. in Hype had no idea what we were doing, and they're not like, that we did are, either. But we had a lot of fun. I think they're young professionals. We were like a little suspicious, but uh, but it was fun to have you guys there. And so we we did that in the spring because that was one of my efforts, you know, at experimenting here during a pandemic, hey, what do we do? You know, how do we keep something going? Um, so that was an experiment we threw at the wall. And uh, now actually the young professionals at the chamber want to keep it going. And I'm like, okay, guys, you know, <laughs> let's let's do it. So we're just trying things. And that's the beauty of being, um, you know, a YP and, and being young and flexible with our organization. Fern, where did you draw the inspiration from to start the Young Trustees? Well, when I first came to the foundation, we had a large group of trustees, and uh, uh, our governance allows us to have 150 trustees, and we weren't maxed out there yet, but um, it just occurred to me that we have an awful lot of young people that are doing great things in the community, and uh, they're really not going to stand up to probably the history of somebody that's been in the community 30, 40 years doing things. But uh, I've always felt that philanthropy really gets ingrained in people's minds and hearts at a young age. And so I felt the best way to do it was to let the young trustees kind of gather and and, uh, talk about things and and learn about the nonprofits, particularly kind of like ML said, there's a lot of things that all of us really didn't experience uh, living in Manhattan or living in our youth, in my case, that that other people struggle with. And uh, I think part of being an adult and a leader in life is you have to learn everything good bad ugly in between uh, so that you can make good leadership decisions and so the young trustee evolved so that they would learn about the nonprofit community and those uh, entities they serve learn about the community foundation so that they know how we make connections and really uh, become a philanthropist at whatever level they felt uh, uh, their ability to be so so that they could put the full picture together. ML, one of the things that I know the Young Trustees has been tremendously involved in is the what has become the annual Chili Cook-Off. 
and there are other opportunities for people to participate in Young Trustees, but this has really become a signature event for you. It really, really has. Uh, it's one of the, the banner uh, events that we have throughout the year to kind of gather not only the young trustees, but the community together to uh, come together for a good cause, to, to give back to the nonprofits. And that's kind of one of the things that kind of brightens my eye during the year is educating the people who are new to our group to gravitate towards something like the chili cook-off and uh, come to a good cause and make chili and give money back to the community and things of that nature. So it's, it's a good time. What do you hope to accomplish as one of the chairs for Young Trustees during your term? That's a good question. You know, one thing that I always think about is how can I leave this better than when I first initially started with this program? And I think just giving my insight to my experiences in the community and giving back to other young trustees that join our group throughout the year, if not this year, next year, um, just some of the things that they can do to kind of give back to the community because it's such a great community to give back to. Um, I, I, I found through in this through this co-chair role that you learn something new every month, every week, um, whether it be from a nonprofit or from a different business. So I think just trying to learn something um, through every activity that you do and give back to the community and give back to the other people in, in your group is, has been good. Sarah, how does one become a member of the Young Trustees? Well, um, they can talk with any of the the members of the Young Trustees. You know, a lot of times people, we like to brag about our status as Young Trustees, don't we? Uh, but but for folks who are involved, um, who, who are Young Trustee, just kind of, you know, we have people who say, hey, I'm, I have a friend of a coworker who's interested in being a member. Um, so they'll often talk with us. There, there's kind of an initial meeting where, you know, Vern is helping un- cast that vision for what the the program is and where some of those key events are and how they can engage and then we'll usually do you know a follow-up meeting get them on our email list and then they're you know part of what's going on so i would say it's not a real big firewall but it's really just you know for me it was like i'm interested i i care about this and this is the next step of engagement in the community for me and and then it was like we were on Vern, they do a lot. They do. It's a uh, it's a great uh, part. You know, when I first started this, I I said, okay, you guys are all young in your careers, so you don't have control of your time all the time. You're starting families. You don't have a lot of time. You know, maybe doing some classwork. So just relax. I just want you to learn. You don't have to, to put a lot of time and energy into this. So what do they do? They go out. They want to have their own fundraiser. They organize this chili cook-off. They go out and get a whole lot of sponsorships. And, you know, <laughs> thousands of dollars later, you know, they're doing everything we're doing. And it's like, uh, okay so much for that plan but but that's that's what it's all about this this generation wants to be hands-on they want to make a difference they want to be engaged and uh, and that's the beauty of it and and in fact the next step we're really going to take this next year we've i've talked with both of them uh, the young trustees are very much like the hype for the chamber and uh, sarah has been involved with the hype and uh, ml is going to become a part of our board here at the uh, community foundation so not only do we learn about philanthropy but we also uh, a secondary aspect is learn about leadership. We want them to be engaged as young leaders because these are our leaders today, but even more so tomorrow and uh, beyond. And so learning how to make those decisions in boardrooms and lead boards is, uh, is an integral part of this whole process. So now we can uh, 
make future plans for philanthropy today, becoming philanthropy tomorrow because of the young trustees. <laughs> That'll be our podcast. That sounds good to me. So not, let me know not, how I not can to, help. Yeah, create, create some competition. There. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, 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 you definitely have a corner on the market. Well, it's been a delight to have you guys in the studios today. Anything else that you'd like to add before we close off the show? Uh, you know, I just, I do have to say, you know, thanks to Vern for thinking of this, you know, creating this opportunity and, and seeing the value of uh, young, young professionals, millennials, Gen Z, you know, knowing that, that we're, there's room for us to give back and creating that pathway. I really appreciate that you've done that and, and you try to give us some room to be creative and, and that's, that's awesome. Sarah Siders, thank you for joining us. ML Lattimore, you have any final thoughts? No, um, I don't have much else to say just other than thank you to Vern for allowing us to kind of come into the group and, and to learn. I think learning is so important when you're into groups like this and being open to new ideas and, and things of that nature have been kind of good for me to kind of my maturation process through becoming a, a leader. So I, I thank you for that. Appreciate it. You know, it comes to my mind that that ML, you look a little bit like Darius Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> and and because of that, I'm going to go ahead and nominate you to be the person to do the All Roads Lead Back to Vern country song, which I think will be just absolutely a, a huge hit. Oh, my kids say that my singing voice isn't up to tune, so I think I might need to practice it. <laughs> There's nobody at this table that can say the same. Well, I would want to bring into the caveat here, you know, when they say I gave them an opportunity, I'm not so sure they just didn't take the opportunity. It. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little of both. And, and I do have to say... Also, all I want to add, you know, a huge shout out to all of our previous um, the leadership of young trustees who have remained committed and engaged, you know, for a few years following their own term. There's such ownership at that level. And uh, we're going to meet with them today. And, I, and I'm just really grateful for how they've stayed invested and provided support to us as we're kind of coming up. Um, in our own right. So we're excited to hand over the reins for the next folks who who come up and do the same. What a fun conversation on Philanthropy Today. Thanks for joining us today. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.